Housewifely Arts I am my own housewife, my own breadwinner. I make lunches and change light bulbs. I kiss bruises and kill copperheads from the backyard creek with a steel hoe. I change sheets and the oil in my car. I can make a pie crust and exterminate humpback crickets in the crawl space with a homemade glue board, though not at the same time. I like to compliment myself on these things, because there's no one else around to do it. Turn left, Ike says, in a falsetto British accent. There is no left, only a Carolina road that appears infinitely flat, surrounded by pines and the occasional car dealership billboard. I lost my mother last spring, and am driving nine hours south on I-95 with a seven-year-old, so that I might hear her voice again. Exit approaching, he says from the back seat. Bear right. Who are you today? I ask. The lady that lives in the GPS, Ike says. Mary Poppins. My son is a 43-pound drama queen, a mercurial shrimp of a boy who knows many of the words to Andrew Lloyd Webber's oeuvre. He draws two eyes and a mouth on the fogged-up window. Baby, I say, don't do that unless you have Windex in your backpack. Can you turn this song up, he says. I watch him in the rearview mirror. He vogues like Madonna in his booster seat. His white blonde shag swings with the bass. You should dress more like Gwen Stefani, he says. I picture myself in lame hot pants and thigh highs. Do you need to pee? I ask. We could stop for lunch. Ike sighs and pushes my old wayfarers into his hair. Chicken nuggets? He asks. If I were a better mother, I would say no. If I were a better mother, there would be a cooler with crustless PB&J in a baggie, a plastic bin of carrot wedges and seedless grapes. If I were a better daughter, Ike would have known his grandmother, spent more time in her arms, wowed her with his impersonation of Christopher Plummer's Captain Von Trapp. How many eggs could a pterodactyl lay at one time? Ike asks. Probably no more than one, I say. One pterodactyl is enough for any mother. How much longer? Ike asks. Four hours, I say. Last night I didn't sleep. Realizing it was Mom's birthday, I tried to remember the way her clothes smelled, the freckles on her clavicle, her shoe size, the sound of her voice. When I couldn't find those things in my memory, I decided to take Ike on a field trip. Four hours till what, he says. You'll see, I say. I haven't told Ike that we're driving to a small roadside zoo outside of Myrtle Beach, so that I can hear my mother's voice call from the beak of a 36-year-old African gray parrot. A bird I hated. A bird that could beep like a microwave, ring like a phone, and sneeze just like me. In moments of profound starvation, the exterminator told me, 
humpback crickets may devour their own legs, though they cannot regenerate limbs. Hell of a party trick, I said. My house has been for sale for a year and two months, and a contract has finally come in, contingent on a home inspection. My firm has offered to transfer me to a paralegal supervisory position in Connecticut, a state where Ike has a better chance of escaping childhood obesity, God, and conservative political leanings. I can't afford to leave until the house sells. My realtor has tried scented candles, twelve valances, and apple pies in the oven, but no smokescreen detracts from the cricket infestation. They jump the realtor said before I left town with Ike. Whenever I open the door to the basement, they hurl themselves at me. They're like jumping squirrels.